Welcome, I'm Joe. And I'm Roddy. And you've joined us for Stage Door. We have a fantastic hour for you talking all things theatre, film and arts, including... Lifting the curtain, giving you the inside info of all that's going on nationally, locally and digitally. Snooping around backstage to bring you the news, the gossip and our pick of the week. And the studio phone is plugged in again this week, ready for your ring-in requests. I wonder who's on the line today. Yeah, you can join us and take part in Name That Show, where we ask you to guess the musical from three brief clips of songs. And then there's our quick quiz. And I am back and re-energised and ready to run Roddy through his paces with five theatre questions. <laughs> I can run, but I can't hide. Uh, later on in the show, don't miss Out of the Vault, where we share the plot of a show that you might not have heard of. And then don't miss our spotlight interview with Jordan Broach. Yeah, and that's all coming your way before midday here on Stage Door. We're live across the Thames Valley. This is River Radio. Hey, we made it. We made it. Here we are. And I'm back. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh, aren't you just defiantly back? Well, of course, the important thing to mention, first off, is that this is show 50. 50. Can you believe it? 50 years old. Woohoo! Yeah, 50 years. All of our fans Uh, are outside (laughs) clapping us. There they are, all going absolutely nuts. Uh, I can hear fireworks in the distance. Everyone's absolutely going nuts. I think we've done great. 50 shows. Yeah, incredible. Still standing. Yeah. Better than I ever was. Still friends. (laughs) <laughs> well, um, now, <laughs> I'm gonna, gonna severe look. how was Australia? Australia was great. It's a long way. I every time I can forget, forget how far away it is, but it was great. It's hot over there. Oh, yeah? Yeah, just I too can, much. What? It's too hot. Really? For me, I think I've become a Brit. You've acclimatised. <laughs> wow. But... Plenty of rain and flooding when I was leaving. It was pretty yeah. full on. All weathers. Um, I mean, I know that yeah. various parts of Australia, you've said before, get all weathers in a day. Oh, absolutely. So. And, wow. and that's what we had. But uh, it was lovely to see my parents and my brother and, and oh, sister-in-law and the kids. Brilliant. Gorgeous. And it has made me a little bit homesick, I'm not going to say. But I bought oh, you something. What's so this? So <laughs> this is a, um Australian chocolate Treat cherry bar. ripe, yeah, cherry it's a cherry ripe. ripe. Okay, it's a presumably cherry flavored, is it? Do you like cherry? Because if you don't, give I it do. back to me. Luscious cherries and coconut, it is and old gold, rich dark chocolate. So good. It I is mean, this so sounds nice. like an advert, doesn't it? Uh, other chocolate bars are available. It looks very nice. I'm going to, I might not eat it just now. That's if okay. You don't mind. But I'd like you know your feedback on that. Thanks very much. Yeah, happy to report. And listen, wasn't the amazing three? Guest presenters, incredible. Yeah, they did a brilliant job. That we had Finn, we Finn. had Jesse and Charlie. Yeah. And congratulations, you three. You they were all awesome. It. I think they should have their own show. They should. They yeah. should. I, I did wonder whether I should come back. But, <laughs> but they were, you know, well, absolutely fantastic. Well, I'm glad you did because one of the things that came up on the show is I mentioned mm. that Elton, uh, having composed Electricity, which yes. is one of our vault tracks, um, had. Uh, a, a, a passing resemblance to another Elton track, and I've actually smashed them together okay. to see whether or not you agree with me that there is some similarity. Familiar, yeah, okay. yeah, have a little listen. Okay, it's basically he holds the note free for a long time. It's not even the same note, but I've been—I was walking around a car yeah. park in Ledbury, Tesco, singing that singing that long note, convinced that it yeah. was in some way. It's reminiscent of, right? Of course, but I mean, it's at least it's the same writer. I mean, yeah. as you know, we've got loads of things happening in the news at the moment with people feeling like they've copied other people's songs and stuff. Oh, really? Yes, oh, a little yes. bit of a uh, little bit of intrigue yeah. is there. And have you noticed we've got new mic socks? We do. River Radio branded. Bel- to celebrate imminence on DAB. Very I know. exciting. It is really amazing. Uh, I went to see Private Lives last week. Charlie and I went straight after recording the show. Did you? We yes. whistled so up to the Oxford Playhouse. Yes, I've heard um, a review. Oh, yeah. have you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, obviously, slightly um, curious having made it older, uh, an older cast. Nigel Havers, Patricia Hodge, brilliant together. Okay. 30 years too old for it. Patricia Hodge is, I think, excellent and steals it. Yes. Her comic timing is so good. And But gracious, I noticed in the curtain call that the Nigel Nigel Havers company put Nigel Havers not centre. Patricia was bang middle in the curtain oh, that's call, good. and I thought that was a good acknowledgement of how much she was bringing to the production. Yeah, it's uh, the design's quite nice. Um, it's a fun evening, and it's interesting how it sells out. 
I mean, Mark, who's co-hosted on uh, Stage Door before, pointed out that Nigel Havers sells like that. You know, he's yeah. a canny businessman to have gone, well, hang on, they're all coming to watch me. I'll run my own theatre company. Then. Which is a clever idea. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I saw the other night, on Monday night, uh, Roles Will Never Play at the Lyric Theatre. Oh, yeah. Uh, so it was an invitation uh, to guest uh, West End performers and singers oh. and stuff to do stuff they'd never do. Yeah. Oh, my goodness, there was some... I mean, everybody was fantastic, yeah, absolutely yeah. fantastic. But there were some, oh my goodness, the voices, oh, yeah. so beautiful. There was really? one, one guy that sang um, Somewhere Over the Rainbow and he was just preceded by somebody doing Sweet Transvestite from Rocky Horror who was phenomenal yeah. in herself. And then this guy, I mean, literally it's like, who's, who are you going to top that, right? Yeah. And then this guy, he's got this ballad and the first the first sound out of his mouth was so textural and so yummy. And we were like, oh, my <laughs> word. just melted. Yeah, it was so good. And uh, Kayla Carter, Ryan Carter did a duet there did as well. They? they did. Oh, sweet. They were Alpha Burr and Glinda. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I hope there's a sneaky video recording of that. <laughs> oh, there happens to be, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll have a little watch of that. Shall we start Name Let's That Show? Can you tell me what it is you're afraid of? I mean, I have absolutely no idea. I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. This is a real if you're into musical theatre, mm-hmm. then then you will know this. But if you are new to theatre, it's unlikely. <laughs> right. I mean, when you say new to theatre, can I just clarify that I've been doing this for 10, 12 years? Um, I don't know it, but it's a corner of musical theatre I've obviously not ventured into. No, absolutely. So, you know, that's, that's okay. So if people the- know what that is, because it's not, I mean, I don't even recognise the song, but you want them to name the show. I know. I, I- right. I feel like I've come back a little bit too come tricky. Come back me, great. Um, yeah. Do I need to put armour on for the quiz? No, I've been really generous You've with that. You've been kind with the quiz <laughs> and mean with, with name that show. Okay. <laughs> so if you think you know the song, uh, email in joe at river.radio. That's J-O at river.radio. Tell me what you think it is. Um, thanks for passing my leaderboard on to oh, the yeah, no guest problem. presenters as yeah, well. Yeah, you'll see there's brilliant. a few more names I know, on it's yeah. fantastic. It's really good. It's exciting. Um, so, yeah, email in. Tell me what you think it is. Listen, I will go for the name of the song as well. I think this is so hard. Okay. I'll go name of song and or name of show. Generous. Can you tell me what it is you're afraid of? Oh, good. What are you... I I didn't turn myself up. Turned up a guest who's not here. I turned up the (laughs) invisible man. Uh, Well, that that is tricky. Yeah, but, but, you know, it's good to learn. If you get it, presumably, (laughs) you need to add another column. Like, if people can get that, they need to be in the, like... They they get extra stars. Extra stars, extra points. No problem. Uh, Now... I hate to tell you, but I have been amassing so many things that have been going on around yeah. the theatre world that the lifting the curtain segment this week, it's a heavy velvet curtain. Oh, really? So I'm going to need your assistance because, to hoik it up. But darling, I've got loads as well. You've got loads as well. Right, OK, stand by. Come on. Here we go! <laughs> we really need to listen back to some of these sounds to check that they sound like we're making effort rather than having hernia. Yeah, well... Uh, what have you got then? <laughs> oh, look, where do you want to start? Well, one thing that's happening... Uh, will we do local after? Yeah, yeah. yeah OK. So, um, To Kill a Mockingbird, there's a new all-rise ticket scheme. Exclusive partnership with Today Ticks offering £15 tickets. Nice. Um, so, yeah, that's really quite cheap and incredible, really. And that's for every performance of the run up until the 2nd of April. So, if you want a um, really good deal on To Kill a Mockingbird uh, tickets... All Rise Ticket Scheme with Today Tick. So get that um, app. Fantastic. Uh, now, I something I didn't get a chance to mention last week is that The Merchant of Venice is being told by candlelight in the mm. Sam Wanamaker nice. from the 4th of March. Now, people who caught Joe Jameson's uh, guide to his Spotlight interview, his guide to audiobook recording recently, mm. will have heard him talk about his experiences acting at the Sam Wanamaker Playhouse. Mm. Have you ever been? No. So it's, it's by candlelight. So mm-hmm. it's... Every single, there's not a single electric light in there because I remember when I was at 
um, drama school, I lived with the widow of the professor at Bristol of drama, who created drama as an academic discipline in the UK. Wow. And she used to say how passionate he was that the Globe didn't run all year round outdoors, that they had an indoor playhouse. So mm-hmm. I've always had a lovely little tinge that, that he was right, that they have then created the Sam Wanamaker Playhouse. Nice. But the Merchant of Venice is being told there, and they've got they've got a lot of trigger warnings on it about racism, about anti-Semitism, okay. uh, which I think is, firstly, an excellent step that theatre's taking, not just to tell you if there's a strobe light, but that some of the content might be affecting. Absolutely. Um, you know, something that we've seen on things like Disney Ooh. Plus and other streaming platforms that warn you about um, period pieces Absolutely. having particular product of the era they were written in. Yeah. Um, but also the idea is being told in candlelight with that kind of sensitivity. I think it'll be quite a special show. It will. Uh, when so is that? Uh, it's a good question, Joe. I'm just going to look that up whilst you tell me about something else. Okay. Well, I'm thrilled to hear that The Drifter's Girl uh, in the West End extends to February 23, 2023. That stars Beverly Knight and it's about um, her as Faye Treadwell who is the manager of The Drifters and it's a really interesting story how she single-handedly got The Drifters to become famous. But anyway, it's really great. If you don't know Beverly Knight, you should because she is a phenomenal singer. Oh yeah, what a voice. And uh, that's The Drifters Girl. So I'm really happy for that show to be extended till next year. Uh, in answer to your question, yes. uh, sorry for the small satellite delay in responding to this, um, the uh, Merchant of Venice at the Sam Wanamaker is on now until the 9th of April. Oh, that's uh, so you've lovely. Got another month to go and catch yeah. that. How fantastic. Now, Disney's Newsies is coming. Is it? Yes. So the musical Newsies, which honestly, yeah. the, the UK has been waiting for this for I, a really I'm so how it didn't come over. long time. Well, I don't know why it's taken so long, but it's here. And I bet every. You know, identifying male dancer is yeah, ready yeah. for Clambering this. Clambering at the door. <laughs> um, the UK premiere is going to be at the London's Troubadour Wembley Park Theatre from the 28th of November. This is going to be so fantastic. If you are new to musicals, I tell you what, go see this one because it's going to be absolutely stunning. And did you hear that Daniel Radcliffe um, is being cast? This is, this is a couple of New York uh, notices for you. Yes, I did see this. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe's cast in Merrily We Roll Along in New yeah. York, which is fantastic. Now, but this is the one I find very interesting and amusing. Pamela Anderson right. has been cast as Roxy Hart in Chicago. Wow, okay, that's a bold move. It is, it is isn't it? So, like, that's like, what? It's <laughs> <laughs> very curious. I didn't even know that she could sing or dance. Well, it might be that the producers haven't led with those charms in the <laughs> casting process. I don't know what the hell's going um, on. Uh, Merrily We Roll Along, I saw. Did you see it when it was here? I didn't, but oh, some friends were in it. You just have to go to Broadway. Um, my friend choreographed it, Tim Jackson, uh, and it was amazing. It won the most, it got the most like five star um, reviews the most awards revival and again curious that it's taken that a while to cross the pond and that we're getting newsies in return it could even be a fee deal a plea deal because you know that um, when shows go across the Atlantic in either direction there's some kind of agreement between equity and the American equivalent to balance out the number of Americans performing in the UK and the number of Brits performing in America so it might be a quid pro quo hopefully or not now obviously we've got the Olivier Awards coming up yes on the 10th of April and there's been so um, amazing shows obviously being nominated Um, we've not had the Olivier Awards since 2020 since the beginning of the pandemic so this has been a couple of years of waiting now Um, and for those who don't know it's the Society of London Theatre's um, awards to recognise excellence in professional theatre in London Uh, so that's super super exciting Uh, looking forward to that I think uh, Jason Mountford is a host of of Great it. fun, yeah, <laughs> lovely. Um, but really, loads of... It's the gold standard award, really, isn't it? It's yeah. the Oscars of theatre. It's it the is. one you really want. So looking forward to um, seeing who... Because since you were last year, we've had the What's On Stage Awards as well. Yes. Uh, they've announced. The only thing, and the um, Evening Standard Awards uh, as well, the, the only thing is they are all slightly going down the path of awarding something to the famous name. So you look at the category and you're like, well, I know he's going to win that because yeah. they're famous. Um, a little bit like we were talking last week about um, Rufus Norris's uh, curious suggestion that he's struggling to cast people because they're all on Netflix. Well, widen the pool, mate. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's a bit frustrating. <laughs> Speaking of casting, did you know Eddie Redmayne and Jesse Buckley have left Cabaret and they're making way to Fra Fee and Amy Lennox who are taking over the roles in Cabaret. I love Amy Lennox. Yeah, I've got a ticket. Oh. I've got a ticket. I'm going to go and see Cabaret with Fra Fee and Amy Lennox who've taken over. So they're the MC and Sally Bowles yeah, no, respectively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and actually I'm quite excited to see them as a pair. 
Okay. I won't say anymore, but I'm excited see, to see them. Yes. Yeah, that'll be fun. Okay, yeah. And partly just the whole, I've heard, you know, the, the fact they've recreated the kick, the feeling of a Kit Kat club in a theatre. Yeah. I just think it's going to be sumptuous. I'm oh, very can't, excited. Can't wait. Um, obviously, when we do our Spotlight interview today yes. with Jordan Broach, they are cast in... Um, anyone can whistle so that's super exciting and I'm sure that we should go oh yeah okay yeah? all yeah. right but anyway, that's coming we up to, we need to put in the diary that's coming up should we play some music whilst Let's we're rifling around do it backstage here lifting the curtain at stage door you stumble through your days got your head hung low your sky's a shade of grey like a zombie in a maze you're asleep inside But you can shake awake Cause you're just a dead man walking Thinking that's your only option But you can flip the switch And brighten up your darkest day The sun is up and the color's blinding Take the world and redefine it Leave behind your narrow mind You'll never be the same Come alive, come alive Go and light your light Let it burn so bright Reaching up to the sky and it's open wide your legs refined the world becomes a fantasy and you're more than you could ever be cause you're dreaming with your eyes wide open and you know you can't go back again to the world that you were living in cause you're dreaming with your eyes wide open so come alive Come alive from the greatest showman. And this is River Radio. You can listen on our website, river.radio, on our mobile app for Apple and Android. Just search for River Radio Live and you can tell Alexa, play River Radio. What am I, ser- what, what am I searching for? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bit jet lagged, Ronnie, to be honest. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll go easy on you. River Radio Live. Fantastic. Um, and any second now we will be on DAB and I am yeah. so excited I know. about that. It feels like I'm waiting for Christmas to yeah, start. absolutely. Right, come on, we've got loads to cover. What else have oh, you got? Oh my goodness. Okay, so locally, yep. this is all the local news. Uh, Jam Theatre in Marlow has uh, their dance show, Everdance, 
uh, Narnia is the theme this year, and it's on the April 2nd and the 3rd. Pretty much the third is pretty much sold out. But if you want to come and see some fantastic dancing and interpretation, the creative director for this one is Ryan Carter, and he has won uh, the last two Innovation and Theatre Awards for the Black Theatre Awards. So it's very interesting, very um, creative. Uh, Head to jamtheatre.co.uk for tickets for that. Um, The Theatre Royal Windsor, there's lots of tribute shows happening there at the moment, but Michael McIntyre is trying out one of his Uh, shows. Really? uh, Work in Progress, it's called, on the 28th of March. So you know that's going to go super, super quickly if um, anybody wants to grab that. Well, it's also, what, three weeks away, isn't it? (laughs) And Watermill, we've mentioned this before, The Wicker Husband, that's Mm -hmm. a new musical that's opening, I think, this weekend. Oh, no, Friday. Yeah, it's opening on Friday. It's on for three weeks. Uh, So don't miss that. That's The Wicker Husband at the Watermill. Beautiful space, if you you've yeah. ever been and it's a new musical now the it's written by people who won the inaugural styles and drew mentorship award yes. which subsequently um kit buchan and jim barn um friends of mine through yes. my flatmate yes. have, have won and it's a brilliant scheme that takes and spots new writers and goes okay right th- you've got a really good idea but this is how we need to sort of build you up in like mm. for example kit and jim had written an incredible musical but with like 18 people in the cast which a producer's going to balk at early Absolutely. doors yep. so they got them to write a two-person thing it's called The Season. It was incredible. I saw it in Northampton. Yeah. Lots of exciting things coming with that in the future. Tim Jackson, who I mentioned earlier, directed mm-hmm. it. But this is from that same stable of that award, sure. Fostering New Theatre. So that is Excellent. right on our doorstep here in the Thames Valley. Watermill Theatre from uh, this Newbury. Friday. Yeah, fantastic. Now, Norton Farm this Saturday has got the Vinyl Frontier Best Year of Our Lives. Now, <laughs> this is... Vinyl? Vinyl. What did I say? Yeah, you said vinyl, but yeah. funny joke. Instead of Final Frontier, Star yes, Trek. Yes, it's Vinyl, vinyl Frontier. frontier. Yeah. Good gag. Uh, I'm just assuming I said it wrong. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> and this is, uh, you've got six people will try to convince the audience that their chosen year is the best one musically, but they've only got their vinyl choices to help them win their argument. So that sounds fun, doesn't it? So that's at Norden Farm this Saturday. Norden.farm. Great. For tickets, which is cool. Uh, Millet Sonning, just a reminder, we've got Peter James's The House on Cold. Hill. It's a modern day supernatural thriller and that's on to the 26th of March. Um, a family called the Harcourts um, move into this house that's been empty for 40 years but they feel they're not the only people living there. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Can I sprinkle in a little gossip? Go on. I don't know whether you noticed that Jackie Weaver has been in touch again. Do you remember Jackie Weaver? You do not have the authority, Jackie Weaver. Um, do you remember the town councillor who do, shut I down know, the exactly Zoom meeting? Well, about, yeah. uh, on Twitter a few months ago now, Andrew Lloyd Webber was very excited to release a song all about the incident and very proud to plug that it was Academy Award winning Andrew Lloyd Webber and Don Black. God knows yep. how he ever won an, uh, uh, an Oscar. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, apparently, apparently Jackie Weaver branded him arrogant over the song because he didn't clear it with her. He was like, you wrote a song about me, you've just capitalised on the events and, you know, you're just trying to piggyback on Good it. Good honour. Um, which I thought was, yeah, I thought was very brave of her. To, she said it was incredibly, uh, incredibly arrogant. It felt like he'd used my name and story to keep himself relevant. <laughs> love her! <laughs> she, doesn't, she doesn't pull any punches, does she, her, Jackie? Good honour. Yeah. She shouldn't be scared to stand up for what's right anyway. No, quite. Fantastic. Well, that's it from me for the well, moment. In which case, time for our pick. Okay, so uh, the Kenton Theatre tonight opens, I know, Henley Youth Festival. And it's on to the 12th of March. And there's some really varied entertainment, which is really, really great. So lots of local stuff happening from magic to singers to actors to circusy stuff. Loads, basically. (laughs) So that's at the kentontheatre.co.uk for tickets. But it starts tonight at 7 o'clock and it's over the whole weekend. Highly recommend that you pop in and see that. Great. Very exciting. Right, time for part two of Name That Show. Name that show And I won't let go I just thought you should know bum, bum. Oh, No was, idea what it is I was about <laughs> to sing the next line <laughs> uh, I was not giving any melody hint there Because I just don't know what comes next I was just guessing It's really interesting because it's 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 quite a generic song. I reckon mm. you could guess what the next bit was. It's quite... Mm, yeah, well, yeah. No? <laughs> well, no, that's what I mean about sort of being able to clock what was coming next. When yeah. I was listening to it, I did think this could be from anything. It, I've uh, got no idea. Uh, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Uh, let's li- listen to it again. And I won't let 
of Glee for that song she oh, absolutely socks it it is so annoying that Leah Michelle has tanked it for <laughs> turning out to be a bully backstage yeah. like she lost yeah. Hello Fresh lost loads of sponsorships so annoying when you're that talented uh, loads still to come here on Stage Door including our spotlight interview with Jordan Broach but yeah. now it's the quick quiz Okay, I've been so kind. Really? 
So kind. Right, great. If you don't get five out of five, Ronnie, there's I've something got leave seriously wrong. If I don't get these right, you can bring Finn, Charlie or Jesse back. They can just come and sit here instead. <laughs> okay, I've got five song titles mm-hmm. and you have to tell me what show they come from. Oh, great. So you're going to find this very easy and I'm going to sit here and melt. I'll be really surprised. This okay, is so okay. I'm going to go like, higher and higher. You, not only have you got higher, you've come back more Aussie, obviously. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you ready? <laughs> yeah, just about. Okay, so uh, song number one is called A Little Priest. <laughs> I mean, already no idea. What musical? Well, recently, I guess something that sounded religious, and I guess Sister Act, oh. and it turned out to have been another one. Yeah, nothing like that. Yeah. Uh, okay, so A Little Priest is number one. What musical? Great. Se- help, sec- help. <laughs> second song title, Seasons of Love. Yeah, I've heard of it. Oh, uh, I can sing it to you. Um, Come on. Um, I don't Let's know. hope people email in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, third song title, As Long As He Needs Me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, okay, I can tell you what that's from. Okay. Fourth song title, Tatal. Tatal? Tatal. That's not even Aussie. Where, where have you gone now? Oh, you dropped somewhere over the Pacific. Jet lag, babe. Uh, there's no business like show business. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know the song. I don't think I can tell you what it's from. Okay. And the fifth one, Staying Alive. As in, ah, 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 ah. I don't know, what's the Bee Gees musical? Probably called Staying Alive. Don't know. Uh, okay. All right. right. Roddy, R-O-D-D-Y <laughs> at River.Radio, because this one on which you told me I'm not allowed to come to stage door anymore is fast looking like I'm going to have to resign and leave. Please help him. <laughs> My B60's in the post. <laughs> Joanne, the Roger case, a dismissal grade work counselor. We're okay. Honey bear, what? I'm on the other phone. Yes, I have the cowbell. We're okay. So tell them we'll sue, but a settlement will do. Sexual harassment and civil rights too. Steve, you're great. No, you cut the paper plate. Did you cheat on Mark a lot? Would you say? We're okay. Honey, hold on. Steve, hold on. Hello? Dad, yes, I beat you. Maureen is coming to Mother's hearing. We're okay. Honey bear, what? Newt's lesbian sister, I'll tell them. You heard, they heard. We're okay. Andy, you dad. Jill is there. Wait, Steve, get Jill with the short black hair. The Kevin Klein model, Steve, gotta go. The model who lives in Penthouse A. We're. We're. Okay! I'm on my way. Oh! <laughs> shows, shows how little I know that song, I assume. That, oh, there's a, there we go, there's the end. Yeah, that is yeah. such a brilliant number from the musical Rent. And, uh, you know, she's on the phone with different conversations at the same time. So right. it's very, very good. Okay. Very part of that. <laughs> Well, my time's up in more than one way. Okay. I, I really did feel this was going to be hopeful. The, but it's because it's music. You know music with your eyes closed. Okay. Shall so I come I, in with some Shakespeare questions? No. <laughs> no, please. <laughs> no, but what I could do next week, I could do some lines, famous lines from, from theatre yes, plays. Please. Yes, please. Okay, that's right. next week. Okay, All right? great. Sorted. Okay. So uh, the first uh, song title was A Little Priest. What musical? Absolutely no idea. Never heard that. I'm going to guess Whistle Down the Wind. Okay, likes. I like your, your song choice. It's Sweeney Todd. Right. Okay, so literally it's, would you like a little priest? Yeah. It like is in In the Pie. Oh, I see. Yeah. Weirdly, I was talking about Sweeney Todd today when I was um, miming a, a film to some students. But yeah, okay. Yep. Uh, obviously, I haven't seen that for a few years. Okay, so Seasons of Love was... Oh, song- hang on. No. Oh, I hang need- on. <coughs> yeah, there we go. Okay, thank you. Uh, Seasons of Love was the second song title. What music was that from? I was going to say The Last Five Years. No. <coughs> uh, What's going on, Ruddy? I don't know. I've seasons of. I hear them all. At, I hear these songs at concerts, sure. never in full shows, ah. because people love over singing them. True. What's the other one? Five hundred twenty-five all the time. That's but I never see them in the show. Five hundred twenty. That is seasons of love. Is it the same show? Oh, yeah, it's that <laughs> song. song. That's the equivalent of "Don't Stop Believing" in musical theatre. Oh, it's okay. just ubiquitous. All yeah. right. Anyway, well, it's not the last five years. Uh, it's Rent. Musical okay. Rent. Ah, you, you love Rent. I, I, well, it, it just recently won a What Stage Award, didn't it? The Hope Mill Theatre production. 
really did it. Yes, it did. Very good. So well it, done to them. You know. Uh, third song title was As Long As He Needs Me. That's Oliver. It is Oliver. Yay. All right. Go, do another little ding just to what, make you feel good. What? <laughs> That's not how this works. Don't just get a GCSE because you're feeling a bit sad. Listen, day. I'm being generous. Yeah, Come okay. on. Um, fourth song title was There's No Business Like Show Business. I know the song. Like, no business. Like, uh, I don't, and I know what comes next, but for about half a line, then I run out and I've got no idea. Yeah. It's, it doesn't feel like it suits this show, but it's from Annie Get Your Gun. Mm, never seen it. Oh, okay. I, I, always assume, I always think it's Annie and then I see there's more words and yes. I'm like, don't know what that's about. Okay. Is that the one that was at the Regent's Park earlier in the year? Was that Carousel? Carousel They all feel a bit is, the same. Yeah. They all disappear into a slightly dated... There's a genre, isn't yeah, there, yeah. Of, of stuff that's very similar. And finally, Staying Alive is the song title of which musical? I'm guessing it's Staying Alive. No. The Bee Gees musical. No. Uh, what else could it be called? Um, Close Harmonies. Saturday Night Fever. Oh, uh, yeah. Yes, okay. it does have the music of the Bee, of the Bee Gees, but yeah. the musical is Saturday Night That's Fever. That's on right now, right? Uh, it is touring at the moment, yeah. It is. Uh, so I think it's on that? in town. I think it's at the Phoenix. Oh, okay. Is it the Phoenix? No. Not the Phoenix, because that's come from mm, away. It's in town somewhere. It's no. the one that's um, trying to say it's the uh, West End. Saturday Night Fever. I'm just having a little look. Thank you. Uh, I mean, I got one out of five, so one am I five. allowed to come back next week? You are, and I promise you I will give fabulous, famous lines of theatrical wonderfulness. Okay, okay? so much. It's at the Peacock Theatre. Oh. I think for about another week. Okay. The peacock Excellent. Right, right. Well, after that dismal showing, let's. I'm going to go and lock myself in the fault. <laughs> Take your coffee with you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yep. There we go. There we go. Yeah. There we go. Chuck that in the bin. Okay. Someone's taking the bin. Okay. Right. Now I've now got no coffee, no bin, but I do have the Rolodex. You do. And it's. It's a W. It is a W. What have you got? It's a W for Wonderland. Oh, great. Now, you'd be forgiven uh, for thinking, looking at my CV, that I liked the story of Alice in Wonderland. You'd be mistaken. Okay. But, and <laughs> Wonderland, the musical, um, is something that has is enduring for its music. Yes, so it's amazing. So Jack Wildhorn wrote the music, which people might know from Jekyll and Hyde, uh, yep. which had four years on Broadway. Mm-hmm. I didn't know this. When, when, I, when I was researching for The Vault, I saw he... He wrote the number one international hit, Where Do Broken Hearts Go, for Whitney Houston. Didn't know that. Yeah, extraordinary. Um, anyway, as you can probably guess, Wonderland is a modern day retelling of Alice. Yes. Uh, Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> and it follows a writer living in current day New York whose marriage is falling apart and whose career dreams are slowly being pulled out from underneath her. And how that feels. Um, she's moved to the Big Apple with her daughter on a break uh, from her husband. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're on a break! Uh, I mean, that's what people <laughs> say in New York, right? And the daughter's young and obviously upset at moving. Then the author gets a letter from her editor saying her book's too dark for kids. Oh. Which, as I understand it, triggers a few quips about Alice in Wonderland. Mm. Sorry, what do you mean too dark for kids? Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the original's pretty dark. Anyway, Alice, our Alice in this version, bangs her head on the light of the building service elevator and she goes for a nap but is restlessly arrested by a typically zany and trippy rabbit. Mm. They find their way into Wonderland and we come across all the characters you're expecting. So a Cheshire cat, but this one's got a Latin flair. Mm-hmm. A Mad Hatter, typically malicious, but in this case, gender flipped. Um, she reads tea leaves. Nice. Uh, we've got a delightfully dotty Queen of Hearts. And coming comes to face with all these friends and foes, Alice finds new strength in herself and discovers she'll do anything to find her way back to her daughter who's been kidnapped by the Hatter. So I presume she's, she's banged her head. She's obviously going through a traumatic time. She's separated from her husband for a time. Obviously the Hatter in some ways trying to take mm-hmm. the child away. Um, and there's all the sort of, it sounds design-wise, like there's all some great features you know there's a hall of mirrors there's a prison the shades of what hook did to peter pan i was thinking that kind of idea of reimagining the story through a a, through an older lens sort of recapturing a missed childhood um now it did workshops in tampa in florida which is quite a common place to sort of um, breed new musicals for the uh, for broadway and then it went to Houston and it premiered on Broadway. It got there in April 2011 and it was there for a month. It shut One a month later. Month. I which know. Is extraordinary when something's had that much build up and money pumped into it and has got to that stage and then it tanks. So, so what was the cause, do you think? Well, I mean, it was critically panned. It was nominated for no awards um, and the show, as a result, is in a very dusty part of our vault. But it sounds like the spectacle was incredible. The costumes, mm-hmm. the talents especially praised, yep. the choreography 
choreography, the music, and I think the music, the score's incredible. Yeah. And, and the, apparently the production design was incredibly high-tech and dazzling. Okay. But not the book. So I'm afraid it's Jack Murphy and Gregory Boyd who wrote the book who are to blame by the sounds of it. Mm. It sounds like the story didn't hang together. It sounded far too episodic, okay. disjointed, no through line, no heart, but the songs are great. Yeah. So I'm afraid now it lives on in a little bit like I was saying, things like Seasons of Love popping up in a concert. With the songs fabulous come up songs. At concerts. Yeah. And I know the song we're going to play, I Will Prevail, from my Christmas pantomime. Okay. Uh, I also know it because it's in a kid's production of Alice that I'm working on at the minute. So it's places like that that yeah. you can expect to hear the music of Wonderland. I recommend listening to the album, though. I um, love Mad Hatter. From yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. The, it, there's so many bangers from it. Anyway, we're going to listen to I Will Prevail, which is a little understated number from this week's vault track on stage door, Wonderland. child believes the best in you and that belief always makes the darkest lies seem almost true what I mean? Wow. It's a big one, isn't it? That I absolutely is love that. So who sang that in your panto then? Uh, that was Rita sang that. Rita yeah. Simon sang it as the villain and it stole the show. Most people who came were like, oh, it's a big sing. It's yeah. a big ask. And she was amazing. Yeah. yeah. You're listening to River Radio online at river.radio on Apple, Android and Alexa. You can listen again on our website. We're a podcast on Apple and Spotify. Yay. And any second now we're turning on the <laughs> DAB antennae. 
That's true. But still to come, find out if you've correctly managed to name that show or even the song. But now to our Spotlight interview. So I'm super excited to introduce you to the lovely Jordan Broach. Now, Jordan and I go probably back five or six years. Yeah, five, six years. Yeah. It's been a while. <laughs> it has been a while. And when I found out what show you're about to be in, I was a proud mama bear, I must say. I'm so excited and I can't wait to go and see it myself. And I would have seen it myself, but it's even more exciting that you are in it. And we're going to talk about what that show is very, very shortly. But Jordan, welcome to River Radio. Thank you for having me. Lovely to be here. Now, you know both Roddy and me at Jam Academy when you came in and did a bit of training. And then you went off to Trinity Laban Conservatoire and you were doing musical theatre? Yeah, three-year musical theatre. Yeah. After Trinity, you went to the amazing World Academy of Music to do your Masters in musical theatre. How did that sort of finish off your training? How did you feel? But I think a big thing for me going to RAM was it just helped me with my confidence. And like right. I, I think what I really, really needed after going to Trinity and like especially the year we had and how we ended. Um, with COVID and everything. Yeah, we yeah. ended literally just as the pandemic started. And it was just before we were going to go into our sh- agent showcase. Oh, actually, I know that you were going to be doing Carrie the Musical, weren't you? Yes, yes. And do you know why I know that? Oh, how? How? <laughs> because Dara O'Leary was going to be the choreographer and he was going through all the self-tapes and he and I were just having coffee and happened to mention it. And yeah. then I realised that he would be choreographing yeah. for you, but of course it didn't happen, did it? Annoyingly, it wasn't yeah. meant to be. Oh, such a small world. I know, yeah. it's insane, isn't it? Yeah. I like, just would never believe it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, continue. Sorry to interrupt you. Um, yeah, so basically Trinity was really, really good for my training. It was three years of very, very hard work, knew what was going on. But I felt that in my own mind was still quite anxious a bit, I guess, not prepared to myself. Right. And so then going to RAM, I mean, the training at RAM is absolutely phenomenal. Like it, it, it is otherworldly. It, it's just so, so good. <laughs> but then also alongside that, a big thing that RAM do is they do lots of learning about yourself as a person, yeah. and like understanding your body and who you are. And a big thing is self-care. And so I'm bringing all those things in and being like, oh, okay, maybe I shouldn't push myself too hard and I should have a bubble bath instead. It's actually really, really helpful. Okay. So because it makes you go like, okay, I can relax. And then you can actually soak up the things you've learned. Like for me, a big thing was being like, okay, you can take breaks. And then from there, I just realized like, oh, I don't actually have to be anxious about this. Like I'm doing what I love. Yeah. And so (laughs) Ram very much like, ignited that fire of oh yeah I love this yeah there's and no you, point stressing you yeah got this yeah 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 exactly and yeah. it it made me find out a lot about who I was as a person yeah oh that's fantastic so coming out of there you have done show concerts and stuff like that haven't you yes uh, yes which is great I know that you've mentioned to me that you've done some voiceovers on major TV stuff that we can't talk about yet I'm quite curious as, as to what kind of voice you had I suppose you can't tell us that either I did a few different voices. Is nice. It? I, I can say that. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll leave it there. Um, <laughs> m- maybe when it comes out, we'll, we'll talk to you again. But the big thing is, and I was so excited when I saw this in the uh, stage news, is that you are cast in Anyone Can Whistle, which yes. is so exciting at the Southwark Playhouse. Is that April and May? Yes. So we start in April, finish in May. Yeah. Fantastic. So a whole month roughly, isn't it? Yes. Um, yeah. So on stage door, we have this segment called Out of the Vault, and we talk about shows that people wouldn't hear about, and we give them a brief synopsis and play a song from it, just so that people that are listening get more information of all the types of shows that are there. And I realised that we haven't done anyone commercial, so I will make sure I do that next week, <laughs> um, because it is a very interesting storyline. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's it's a bit of a bumpy ride. Is that a good way of describing it? I think it's a very bumpy ride. And also it is very chaotic. Yeah. Like the the script itself is, I remember reading through it. I was like, okay, I'm going to need to read this about five more times just to get my head around. Yeah, definitely. And the book's by Arthur Lawrence. And of course, the fabulous music is by the gorgeous Stevens on home. So it must be nice to be honouring him and his life in this way. And I... 
I was over the moon. Um, it still hasn't hit now. I still really don't like. We're a week into rehearsals, and I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, so. isn't that amazing? That you know, when we met five six years ago, you now you're training. You're you're hoping to do this. Hoping that's a, that's the key word. And and now you're major, and you're still really young. Some twenty three. Yeah. Wow. Little baby. Yeah. Oh, darling, I'm so happy for you. Now, this the story of anyone can whistle, which I will go into detail next week. Is the main character is a mayor, and yeah. it's about you know deception, basically, isn't it? And, and a lie yes, that she yeah. sort of tells. Now, that I understand is played by the lovely Alex Young. Yes. Now, what's the history with you and Alex Young? So before anyone whistling all of that went on, um, I went to see some South Pacific um, and yeah. the Chichester Festival. And she was playing the lead in it. She was absolutely phenomenal. Like she, she is insanely talented. Okay. And I was just watching her the whole time looking like, you're absolutely incredible. And um, I went to see it with my mum. And after the show, I said to my mum, I was like, I just really, really want to work with her at some point because she's incredible. Okay. So when Anyone Can Whistle was announced and it was announced Alex was going to be in it, I was like, this is going to be amazing. It's going to be so, so good. Then I got an audition for it. Then I found out I got it. And I was like, oh, I get to be with Alex Young. I was like, this is insane. Like three months before to my mum, like I would really love to work with her at some point. And she is the loveliest human in the world. She is so, so nice. And we did a read-through on Wednesday. And I was just like watching her, like the things you come up with, like is incredible. Like she's so quick, so quick witted, like her comedy is amazing. And then she can do amazing, emotional, heart wrenching songs. (laughs) You're incredible. So yeah, I'm learning a lot. That's really awesome. So tell us about your character in the show. So I'm playing Hapgood. I get to sing the very lovely Everybody Says Don't, um, which without giving too much away, they come into the town and they are believed to be the town's new doctor and some with certain issues that arise in the show found out that they might not necessarily be the town doctor and so <laughs> a lot of chaos ensues but they're very much a, like a free-spirited open very charming character they seem like they only want to spread joy and happiness and try their best Aww. so it's very nice being able to go into a rehearsal room and do that because yeah. of the nature of the show as well there's just so many different things you can do and try so you're not stuck in one box about how you do things and yeah the rehearsal process is just lovely so who's directing this matthew rancom is there a different take on this with matthew is he putting it in a slightly different direction or style yes okay so without giving too much away because i I think half the excitement is then going and seeing how different it's going to be oh yeah and all of us come from such different backgrounds And a big thing about the show is celebrating who you are. And so there's a lot of queer celebration in the show, which um, I think is going to be really amazing. It's quite nice that this is your first major show then, isn't it? Yes, I'm over the moon. To to get to do Sundime, but also in this way is, yeah. Special, special. Yeah. yeah, it's like Can a gift. Hold it close it? to my heart. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Well, I shall be there, and I'm sure Roddy will want to come as well the minute he hears about yeah. this. It's on from the 1st of April to the 7th of May at the Southwark Playhouse, and it's going to be an incredible show. I will talk you through the synopsis next week. But Stephen Sondheim, Arthur Lawrence, for those who don't know, Arthur Lawrence also did uh, the book for West Side Story and for Gypsy. So you know it's going to be a fantastic production. Jordan Brach, doesn't all the very, very best for the rest of the rehearsals and for the show. I will be there at stage door waiting for your <laughs> autograph, okay? <laughs> when you get that. super, super big, don't forget us, all right? <laughs> of course not, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Thank you, Jordan. Thank you so much. So you must be really proud because obviously, you know, we both taught Jordan. Yeah, I'm a bit terrified how long ago, actually, so don't give me the details. <laughs> uh, yeah, a little while. But great to hear he's, he's up and doing it. I know, and at 23, in a major show, and I think it's hilarious that, you know, he said that he had just seen Alex Young in a show <laughs> and went, oh, I want to work with her. Yeah, and yeah. then three months later, he's in a in a rehearsal room reading a script. I mean, that's yeah. just phenomenal. What are the odds? But oh, I spoke, um, you know, after we did the interview about his mum, who was like such a huge fan of her son, obviously. Yeah. And I said, let me guess, has she bought tickets for every single show? <laughs> and pretty much she has, bless. Oh, really? Yeah, that's a lot. 
<laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that is. Oh. You do get people who go absolutely in on something. Mm. I mean, Panto is just such a um, a joyous sort of bubble of high octane and very primary colour joy. At Christmas, I think some people seek solace in that. But there are shows to which some yeah. people in the West End go two or three times a week and they always sit in the same place. I know somebody who's in Harry Potter who saw somebody on the front row recently, a super fan, yeah. fell asleep. You think you've spent probably a hundred quid on this ticket, and you're spending you know thousands a year. But it's it people buy members of the cast televisions. Wow! They set up fan clubs. They they go on coaches around the yeah. country. I've done shows where no one's come to see <laughs> me from around the country, but they've I, I've been in the show with people who have had a coach load of people come to support them. Amazing. I mean, I know that just going to the show the other night um, at the Lyric Theatre, you know, seeing the super fans of. Loads of West End because yeah, it was huge course. and yeah, huge. Yeah. Um, but I know that both my kids have had fan art from yes, Superfans, yeah. uh, which has been quite incredible. And there's some <laughs> beautiful people that are very encouraging and loyal. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. You know, they're the bedrock of the fan base, aren't they? I often think when you see people post on social media it, art, fan art, <laughs> you th- some of them are dazzling. Some of them you're like, wow, this could sell. Yeah. And then others you're like, are you reposting that because you feel like you ought to? I mean, naming no names, but I've seen a couple and I've yeah. gone, that, that's quite embarrassing. Or in some cases, they've literally photoshopped it. They've pressed a filter <laughs> on Photoshop. Oh, that's so funny. Uh, should we do part three of Name That Show? Let's do it. Name that show. And now you tell me that I won't give a damn. I don't know who I am. <laughs> I am the one and only. Okay, so that's that's the song title. That is the is song title. Um what is it called? And it's from a show that hasn't quite made it to this country yet called Next to Normal. Okay, well done. If you got it's, that right, good grief. I know. I, I did say it will be people who really are into musical theatre. Absolutely. Yeah. Super fans. Fair play if you get it. Yeah. Double points. It's a great song, great show. Yeah. Uh, is it? Yes. Where can I see it? Is it online? You can't, I've got to wait. Um, you're going to have to wait. Okay. But it, it's it's very much about mental health and things like that. So, Well, yeah. I will sit patiently and wait for that. We'll play you out with the full track of I Am The One from Next To Normal. But for this week, that's it from us. Join us both next Thursday at 11 on River Radio for more From, from the, the Stage Door. door. Can you tell me? What it is you're afraid of Can you tell me why I'm afraid it's me Can I touch you We've been fine for so long now How could something go wrong that I can't see Cause I'm holding on I won't let go I just thought you should know I am the one who knows you I am the one who cares I am the one who's always been there I am the one who's helped you And if you think that I just don't give a damn Then you just don't know As I drown and wonder why Are you bleeding? Are you bleeding? Are you wishing? Are you wanting that she can't give? Are you bruised? Are you broken? Are you, are you healing? Are you hoping for a life to live? Does it help you to know? Well, so am I Tell me what to do Look at me Tell me who to be Look at so me I can see you see, I am the one who holds I you. I am the one who stays. I, I am the one who I won't walk away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am the one who hears you. And now you tell me that I won't give a damn. I don't know who I am. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's 
I'm holding on. You say you hurt like and me. And I won't let go. You say that you yeah, know. Yeah, I thought you should know. Oh. You don't know. I am the one who knows I know you. I am the know. one who cares. I am the one who's it. always been there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am the one who needs you. And if you think that I just don't give a damn, then you just don't know.